Tell me about this. First and foremost, I want to hear all about the movie. How did you learn about this story? Um, I was invited to a house party at which Paul Hoffert, who was the uh, uh, founder and the still leader of Lighthouse, was promoting the movie. And I uh, got a chance to talk to him, and she at that point uh, had just little snippets uh, of what he was planning on doing. Uh, I was pretty excited about, first of all, the um, the character that he was, uh, the person that he was uh, going to uh, talk about in this movie, uh, and the um, the story of how of this man's life and how after after his he, he didn't get to really live this part of his life until his last year of, of living. Uh, to give you just a little bit of a background, so Leo Spellman, uh, who was the cousin of Vladimir Spielman, who was the subject of the movie The Pianist, hmm. he was part of a very musical uh, Polish family going back years and years and years, uh, generations. The Nazis came into his little village in Poland. Uh, he tried to get his family to flee. They wouldn't. So instead, uh, he and his wife hid in the forest. They were found then by a Christian family that took him into the village and hid him in an attic for uh, almost two years till the war was over. He's now sitting in a refugee camp waiting for some country to pick him up, and he writes this three-part rhapsody, he calls it. Uh, partly, uh, the, the first part is the Nazis arriving, the second part is his years in captivity, and the last part is his liberation. He looks at this music, he's got what would then we now call PTSD. He folds the music up, puts it in a drawer. Six de decades later, his daughter is moving into a retirement home, and she finds the music uh, in a dresser drawer. Um, she takes it to Paul Hoffert, who I, I mentioned is from Lighthouse. He's blown away by the music. He's now teaching music at York University. Uh, he mounts a production of it. Uh, Leo gets to actually have a standing ovation uh, on his... 99th year, three months before he died. Uh, on his death, his daughter's cleaning out his room and she finds a diary that he wrote during his years in captivity. And there's only three or four diaries, apparently, of uh, these survivors actually done at the time. Anne Frank's is the most famous. So Paul Hoffert now sees this diary, hears the music, and says, you know, this will make an amazing movie. We talk about his years in captivity and we all background it to the music. And so now he's going around. He wants the money to be raised from people who really love the story, not just crowdfunding. Or so he's been, uh, I guess, about four years now raising the money. He's got almost all of it raised. I took this to my Rotary Club. We have an annual foundation dinner. We call it a fundraiser. They thought it was a great uh, idea to combine with their usual fundraiser. Uh, the money from the Rotary Club raises money to eliminate polio uh, from the planet. Uh, in fact. Uh, it's been going on now since the late 80s. We've uh, that polio is only endemic now to two countries now: Nigeria and Pakistan. And 99.5 percent of all the polio cases are gone from the world by mass immunizations that the Rotary Club has sponsored. Rotary International has sponsored. So we're combining this into an evening. We're calling it an evening of music and hope, uh, where we're going to try to raise the money to to produce the last part of Leo Spellman's story uh, in a movie, uh, and raise money to eliminate polio. And it's an amazing evening. We've got little snippets from the movie, uh, little trailers from the movie that have been produced. We've got um, three members of Lighthouse are coming up and performing. Uh, 
We have a classical uh, violinist who's going to play parts of the Rhapsody. And we have an 84-year-old jazz singer who was actually a member of Duke Ellington's orchestra in the years gone by. So they're going to do the music. We're going to have bits of this movie. And we've got amazing food coming from the North Restaurant. So it's going to be movie, music, food, uh, the chance to meet Paul Hofford and talk to him in an app. We're going to have an after party uh, and raise, hopefully raise funds uh, to, uh, for two great causes. It's going to be held at the Uptown Theater uh, in downtown Barrie. Starts at uh, 7, the doors open at 7 o'clock. The, the show starts at 7.30. Uh, and uh, it's going to be an amazing evening. What I think struck me most about this when I first heard about it, it's, it's, it's an absolutely epic story. It's amazing that it's true. And what also strikes me is um, I've never heard it before. And I'm just kind of surprised that it's a a little bit of a silver lining that we're hearing these types of stories come out now. Because the generation that follows, uh, is it important to you that other uh, younger folks, younger generation, will see this movie? One of the important things to me when I started, when I got involved with Paul Harvard in this movie, is the fact that, um, you know, my generation, and I'm a few years older than you. Just a bit. uh, Is the last generation, really, where we had um, parents and grandparents who had gone through this. So they could, we could got the stories firsthand. The next generation, my kids, uh, are not hearing these stories firsthand. So if they don't have um, ways of hearing these, are preserving these stories and getting them in an interesting way to listen to them, uh, we will lose that. And those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. And we already have incidents of you know, ultranationalism, neo-Nazis, uh, anti-Semitism, anti-Muslim feeling around all over the world. And I'm, I'm concerned that it's part of the fact that we don't have the first-hand stories. So we need to put this down on film uh, and in, in you know, diaries like Leo Spellman did uh, for people to read. Uh, and at least they're not getting it firsthand. At least they are remembering these stories. Too, I think it strikes me that uh, this is a story that is very much about music, and I think they say music is uh, the international language. It is the international language, and I think what is, is important, too, is that the music that he wrote and he played got him through that period uh, that, uh, of, the, uh, of, a, of the extreme uh, stress that he was going through. It's interesting, maybe psychologically, I'm sure maybe some psychologists can figure it out, why he couldn't look at that music for so many years. For 60 years, that music stayed in a drawer. And yet, when Paul Hoffert saw it and got excited about it, he got excited about it again uh, as well. And uh, there's actually a YouTube, a a short YouTube video uh, that Paul Hoffert produced where he stands up and takes the standing ovation three months before he died at 99 years old, where the whole crowd is uh, hearing this music and uh, uh, just you know exploding with uh, it, it's a beautiful beautiful piece. Must be very martial too. Uh, how can folks get tickets for this if they want to attend? Uh, very easily, uh, we have a website. Uh, if you do Rotary Spellman Eventbrite, you'll go right to the uh, ticket buying. Tell you what, we'll include a link on our website instead. Beautiful. All right. Very good. Is there anything else you'd like to add while I've got you in the studio? Uh, I want to thank Rock 95 and Cool FM for helping us. The ticket sales have not been great. Maybe it's because, this, and, I, and I, it's interesting because I had talked to a couple of people who were reluctant, interesting, were reluctant to buy a ticket. It's a bit expensive, uh, but there's a big tax 
by the way, there's a big tax uh, receipt. Well, how much are there. tickets? Tickets are $95. I see. And there's about a $60, $65 tax receipt that will come with that. Okay. So most of the funds are going to actually be used for these, res- these resources, uh, these charities. But what I thought was interesting is I had one older gentleman call me and say that um, he gets physically emotional when he sees stories of the Holocaust. And... Um, uh, he, he didn't want to come because he didn't want to see the pictures of the mass graves and the and this is not what this story is about. I try, I convinced him, and it, the the movie is about hope, music, and hope. There are scenes where they will go back into Paul into his little village and show the attic that he lived in, but there's no mass graves. There's no uh, Nazi atrocities. It's it's really a story of how uh, of how he endured with the, with the help of music and the story of how people have to remember the things that happened many, many years ago. Hmm. Well, it looks like it's going to be a very interesting movie. I can't wait to see it. Yes. Huh? Hopefully, hopefully, uh, the, I say they're very close to getting the rest of the funds now. Uh, they've already filmed some of the scenes over in Poland, and it will be put together soon. And I'm going to hopefully, this is the second fundraiser we've run for them in Barrie. I'm hoping to get the Hoffords to do one of their premieres of the movie when they get it finished in Barry.